Alrighty. Good morning. Good morning, Jazz. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well today. How are you, Biggums? You know, I'm doing pretty well as well. It's a yeah. a decent week. A uh, little ups, little downs, a little hectic. Um, got some things that need to be done that I'm not happy about. Uh, things that need to be done that I'm thrilled about. Okay. It's going to be a busy week as well, so I'm really looking forward to things that are coming, but there's also some things that I'm not looking so looking forward to. Mm, Okay. The things that you have going on, are they related to your big move by any chance? Um, Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, pretty much uh, exclusively. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a good thing. It's just I have, you know, there's it's all it's all the minutia you mm-hmm. know, you know, do in order to facilitate moving, getting yes. stuff and oh yes. So. Okay. Oh but before we get any further, hello listener. Hello everyone. Welcome <laughs> to stuff and more stuff actually. Stuff and stuff. With Bigums and Jazz. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back. Another week in the books. We keep showing up and recording. Yeah, we keep apparently having something to say. So we keep saying it. Yeah. Who knows Who knows where this thing could go? You, you've heard of the 10,000 hour rule, right? Yes. Do anything for 10,000 hours and you become an expert at it. Right. So we only really have like 9,900 and something more episodes to go before we're pros at this, basically. Right, right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, yeah, 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 about that because we're part of other podcasts. uh, So we we are doing some double duty, which is That is very true. That is very true. Well, speaking of other podcasts, how is life over in the digital nomad land? Well, pretty good. We had a, a early recording this week. Uh, I got up early on Monday to record. Mm. As the almost psychic is moving into his new house this week. Oh, congratulations. So he could not record on our normal day, which is Tuesday. Okay. And I'm sure once we... once. Uh, that podcast drop. You'll hear something. You'll hear some things about the move, but most likely, we'll record stuff about the move next week. Okay. Since because it will have happened, so we'll have information as opposed to speculation. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing what you guys have going on with the move and everything goes you yes. also you've been dropping episodes over there yes yes yeah we, uh, we're on we dropped episode four okay uh, as of this recording we dropped episode four yesterday so okay. the new, new episodes of big sexy digital nomad come out on wednesdays and we dropped episode four which is Funny because originally it was a bank episode, so I was kind of surprised to hear it because the almost like is the one who sets up the the um, the the dropping of the the episode. So I was like, "Oh, you already dropped the bank? Okay, well, well that's cool." <laughs> um, which is fine. I mean, because again, we record every week, so right. 
if we need to. I'm pretty sure what'll end up happening is any week we, we need if we know we got something upcoming and we need to to have some back episodes in the bank. Mm-hmm. Then you know that you'll be kind of prepared. We'll we'll double up and like you know we'll record maybe a couple episodes in a day or a couple days in a week so we so we have some in the bank ready to go when that space is needed. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Quick question: Are you picking up static from my end? Um, I don't hear static. I hear a little bit of like like I don't know if it sounds like you're moving stuff around or. Okay, I'm hearing the same thing, like you're crumpling paper. <laughs> like I'm crumpling paper? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is... I don't know what, what what's going on there. This That would make this recording really interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I wonder if it's the microphone, like, brushing up against my beard or something. That may be a possibility. I'm not quite sure how work like that yeah but the microphone no that's not well the microphone's way down down here so maybe i guess my shirt i don't know listeners chime in let us know what you (laughs) (laughs) us let us know what you think it is that we're hearing (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mentioned at the top of the show that i have stuff that i need to do the big thing that i'm not looking forward to is i had to borrow some bolt cutters from our friend monica marie mm-hmm. shout out shout out to moma love her because we lost the key to the lock on our storage unit oh. so i gotta go today at lunchtime and uh, cut the bolt okay on our lock i have i have another lock i'm gonna replace it with but mm-hmm. because we're emptying out the storage unit this week. Oh wow. You guys are really making some moves here. Are yeah. you is this to sell everything in there or is it just to go through it? Both. Okay. Both. But also we uh, I was able to get rid of our sectional. Nice. Congratulations. Sectional. Yeah, matter of fact, the sectional is going to our friend uh Temple. Oh, okay. We both know Temple, yeah. so yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very shout, nice. out, shout out to Chris Temple. Yes. Oh, I don't know how to. Yes. I don't. It's funny. I, I I don't know how to say her name with the punctuation she uses. It's still Chris. Yeah, it's Chris. <laughs> but it's like Chris because she definitely throws the period on the end of it. Yeah. The end of it. Mm, yeah. That is. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying there. I wonder how that does kind of play out yeah. in the way I, that it's I, I didn't ask her, like, how do, you, how do you want your name said vocally? <laughs> how, does, <laughs> how does your punctuation, your visual punctuation uh, reflect in the vocal? Because it's like dash capital C capital H. Almost like Tris, but it's not. It's like Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it though. I like it. Did you get an answer on the on how to pronounce that? No, I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna have to ask her. When okay. I this weekend. I'm, and I'm gonna tell her we talked about it on the podcast, so she can listen up for when it drops. Like, hey, you got a shout out on the podcast when we talk about. Oh, please send my hellos, my salutations. Will do. So the thing about you know uh, Chris taking the sectional 
is we got to get the sectional to her from here. And so uh, I'm waking up early Saturday morning. So mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I'm going to go rent a truck. Okay. And take the, and then, and then load the, the sectional into a truck go over to her place. My cousin's going to meet me at her place. We're going to take the sec- the couch she has in her place out of her place hmm. and then to the dumpster and then put our sectional in her place. Oh my gosh. And then... You're doing a lot of... There's more. There's more. And then and then we're going to... I'm going to go back to my storage unit and then okay. load the, my storage unit into the truck and then bring the storage unit back to the apartment. Uh, mm. And I have to get all that done before four o'clock because then I'm DJing Saturday. Oh, nice. You just you just love staying busy, don't you? All the time. How, okay, how do you have the energy to actually make all this happen? Because you don't even drink coffee. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I drink coffee. I, I every now and then drink tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say I, you know, I sleep, but I don't sleep a lot. Hmm. So, you know, I guess it's because I'm dealing with people, and mm-hmm. I love dealing with people, and, and people kind of energize me. So I probably pull it from there. Oh my goodness, the life of an extrovert, like. I wish I could understand or even I wish I could feel what it's like to be energized, to be like being around people just in general. I really wish I knew what that felt like. Mm -hmm. It is most definitely the opposite. Not to say that I don't enjoy my time around people. I love it. But my God, I am so tired by the time half of that day is done. Yeah, but it's draining for you. Being around people yeah. is draining for you. Being around people is energizing for me. Which so is why I never had so much of the working from home because I'm not around people. And here's the funny thing. I have the same issue. Though I, I need time to recoup and get my energy back after being around people, I thrive when I'm around people. Right. So I'm still actually figuring out how to play with that balance. I don't know if it's a, oh, you have, maybe I work like part-time or volunteer somewhere just for the people aspect. Mm -hmm. And then I can go about my happy little life doing the other things. Or I don't, I'm not quite sure. Mm. Well, you know, that doesn't sound like a bad idea, finding some kind of volunteer project that isn't like, you know, it's just like, a couple days a week, or one or two, yeah, one or two days a week, mm-hmm. where you have to be social with those other people in the volunteer. But then you can go and be yourself and do your own thing and feel good because you're contributing to society. Yes, and you know what? I saw actually that you and the almost psychic were talking about the complaints department, and yes. let me just say, working from home really gave me a perspective of working there and how much I didn't enjoy it and how much it made me start to not enjoy people. I don't right. like that. I don't like that. Have you ever felt that way working there? Um, no, really, actually. it was For me, it was the opposite. 
Okay. For me, it was uh, what I enjoyed about being there were the people. I didn't enjoy the work. I don't enjoy the work at all. Right. Right. The work is the work. I, I don't get thrilled to answer a phone call for somebody <laughs> who can't understand how to operate a damn app. Okay. But like meeting, you know, fellow coworkers and you know, I was the the I was the unofficial greeter in the office. Okay, you know, I can see that. Yeah. Everybody everybody who came in got a hello from me or a hey, how's your day greeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I I really thrived on making sure that I knew everybody's name, more so even than the office manager, you know what I mean? Like my I was really a big uh wanted to be the office manager for that reason mm-hmm. you know i wanted because i i connected with the people there mm. and i know and one of my skills and one of my talents is making people feel welcome and included and that's definitely a major part of the celebration committee which i would say translated over to a bit of a welcome committee for folks right right and you know i i knew the importance of those little small things in the work environment, right? Those, including those, including folks like celebrating their birthday if they wanted to, celebrating their work anniversary, you know, little things, celebrating promotions. Mm -hmm. It's little things like that that make people really want to come to work. And it's not such a drag or, or droll environment. Mm-hmm. Now, not 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 everybody. Not everybody's like that. I mean, we know it's a few folks who are like, I come in work, I put my head down, I do the work, I leave, I don't want to talk to nobody, I don't get to know nobody. You're just somebody who exists in the same space that I do for eight hours a day. <laughs> right? And I'm and I'm very yeah. much a person of look, we exist in the same space for eight to nine hours a day. Let's get to know one another. Mm. We're gonna spend more time together than we're gonna spend with our families. Let's get to know one another. Let's let's you know understand each other's nuances and and entertaining aspects. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a trial, you know, and what we thought was gonna be what six weeks it turned into two and a half years. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, when you when you put it like that, right? You know, been, it has been a while. We and left in March. What? I said we'd be back by October. Mm, uh, did do you thought we'd be back by October the like twenty twenty? I thought we'd be back by October twenty twenty. Mm, yeah, okay. and it's October twenty twenty two, and we ain't never going back. At least I ain't never going back. That's funny. I wanted to ask how you felt about companies having so many of their employees going back to work and the employees in turn saying, all right, I quit because that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I say I, I feel a little bad for the companies because they're trying to return to a state of what was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that well, you need to start paying attention to the state of what is. And you know what? Oh. okay, go ahead and please finish that thought because that ties into my question for you. So that okay, is yeah. 
my other question, my main question for you. Nice. So, so right, if you if you pay attention to the state of what is, and you reckon, then then give the freedom of choice, right? Mm-hmm. If if some people thrive by going into an office and they're happy to go back, they've been waiting to go back. So let them go back. Some people <laughs> thrive working from home. So let them work from home. You already have proof of concept. Yes. You already have proof that, you know, for two years or a year and a half or however long you were, your doors were shuttered, that you still got work done. Mm-hmm. Yes. So give give people the option to do that. Hmm. I like the hybrid. I do enjoy a good hybrid method where Ooh, don't get me started on the hybrid method. Okay. <laughs> actually, no, that makes good podcasts. Go ahead and get me started on the hybrid. <laughs> I like the idea of hybrid because it gives me that opportunity to go in and interact with my coworkers while also coming home and doing work. I know I'm a person when I am in office, I usually am there just for the people. I'd rather not have to drive just to do work. Um, And so I like the idea of hybrid because I want to correct myself from earlier. It's not that I didn't like people. I didn't like the position that I held and how I had to interact with people. Love the people. Favorite part of the job. But I did need a breather and a break. Now, you were supposed to be doing a bit of a hybrid situation. Yes. And And how's uh, that going? Well, let's see. Uh, I work from home uh, five days a week. And I go into the office the other zero times. All right. So the talk of hybrid, which we were discussing almost like at the beginning of the year. Probably. I was pushing for it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I got excited when they sent me the company laptop. I'm Mm -hmm. oh, maybe that's going to finally happen. And then I finally got it set up. Oh, maybe it's going to finally happen. And I'm like, well, you know what? Clock's ticking. Wife said, let's move out of the country. I don't care no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, you know, the, 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 what got my gourd recently was the returning of the original company's uh, computer. Mm hmm. You know, I, I don't know if I told you or not. I don't know if I told. I, I don't think I mentioned it on the on the podcast. They were going to send me a box. They said you, we we send you a shipping box, or you can bring it in. Mm-hmm. And I thought, cool, I'll, I'll bring it in. I give me a chance to see people. You know, say hi to folks that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, shout out to the coworkers at the complaints department, and. I, I like to have a little interaction. Yeah. And I knew that they wouldn't let me do it on, like I couldn't leave work to to drop it off. I had to do it outside of my regular shift. Yes, I recall. Which I was okay with until they said they weren't going to pay me. Oh, don't you love the changes? And I went, oh, okay, go ahead and send <laughs> that box home. Man. Go, ahead, go ahead and send that box home down here then. I'll be, I'll be waiting for that box to arrive here whenever mm-hmm. it gets here. And I'll I'll pack everything up. And, and you know, the box they sent me was the jankiest, reused, 
box filled with, uh, you know, <laughs> the, boxes. the automatic uh, packing foam and and all like three different types of bubble wrap and yeah, it was it was. I mean, this is it, hot hotness. Yeah, just because I know I, I I had an inside view of the process of trying to get that pushed for you to be able to do hybrid, and it's taken so long and been such a hassle that you are not even interested anymore. And you were like one of the main people who was really pushing to have some type of office interaction, and they kind of dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't figure it out. I'm pretty sure. And again, I don't know the technical requirements, mm-hmm. but but I will say that it should not have been that difficult because they already had hybrid employees in place. Yes, there were already uh, there's already a department that was hybrid. So you already know how that aspect works. You can't copy and paste. <laughs> I guess that would just be a little too much work. Yeah. So I'll be working from home until I'm not working no more. Oh, that that sounds glorious. It, it really does. It it does. It does. It does. Okay, let me see. I want to circle back. I should have wrote down my question for you and I completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have my stuff for big. I got it. I got it. Alrighty. So when it comes to the changes in life, how are you able to adapt? That's, That's really a big thing for me. And so I'm always looking for new ways I can try to push myself out of that comfort zone and be more flexible and not get stuck in my little touristy ways. So what do you got for me this week? Help All me. right. So the first thing I recognize is that change is the only constant. Mm-hmm. The only thing that is guaranteed in life is that shit's going to change. Yes. I recently posted a meme on my social medias and you can follow me if you like at who is big sexy on the, the, the social medias, uh, look around and realize that, uh, nothing's going to be the same this year or next year, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And I said, and I, and I thought about that and I went for me, that hits really hard because absolutely nothing will be the same this time next year right N- nothing no especially currently no right and so i'm on that and i look around going yeah this time in october everything that i'm looking at will be different mm-hmm. i will see some of the same things possibly mm-hmm. like this picture over here the my my you know prince artwork over there Mm-hmm. My kitty cats might be with us by then, Aww. but maybe not. Aww. You know, so it's like for some, but some odd reason that's comforting to me hmm. because I'm I'm always one who is opposed to getting stagnant, okay. right? 
the and having the the same old thing day in day out same thing day in day mm-hmm. out right that's one thing i like the that's one thing i like about customer service work is that while you the problems are the same the customer changes hmm okay and and so it's a different energy depending upon who you're speaking with right every person is different Mm-hmm. Some are good, some are bad, but they're all, no matter what, different. I was looking forward to the the merger at the complaints department because it was a change. <laughs> now, not all changes for the better, mm-hmm. as we are learning, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, change is inevitable. And for some people, I'm pretty sure are thriving in this new change, whereas other people are going, well, I got to make a change now. Yeah. This uh, change, change begets change. It's just what happens. And so I personally look forward to things being different because I, I love learning. I guess it really boils down to the mm. fact that I love learning. Okay. Right. So and I is the opportunity to learn something new. Correct. Okay. Correct. Oh, this is, this will be a new thing for me to figure out. This will be a new problem to solve. This will be a new, there'll be new people to meet, you know, new relationships to build. Mm-hmm. I function highly under change. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I always have really. Um, I think a lot of it stems from my childhood. I bounced around, you know, um, yes. my parents, uh, you know, one, I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, my parents are my birth parents. And then my mom and dad got a divorce when I was three, mm-hmm. uh, which was too young to, you know, know anything that's happening about that. All I knew is that my mom and dad didn't live in the same place. And, and I would go back and forth, right? So my dad got me every other weekend mm-hmm. uh, up until the eighth grade in which I tried living with him for a little bit. Uh, but that didn't work out. So I moved back with my mom. Mm-hmm. And then until the 10th grade, when I was doing so poorly, my mom kicked me out of the house. Oh, wow. Okay. To live, to live with my dad. So, you know, at, at high school, you know, I had to change high schools, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, get a complete change. And then by the time I, I got accustomed to high school in two years, I graduated and then had to figure out what my future was and went to a junior college. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you're, you're schooling, like school is full of change, right? You're meeting new yeah. students, you're in new classes, you know, three to five, t- three to four times a year, mm-hmm. you know, you're learning new things. So school is a constant change. And I was in school for a long time. Okay. Because I love it. I, I love, I love the social interactions. I love, you know, learning new things, going to new classes. Me too. Uh, I thrive. And I don't know if I actually have tools in place mm-hmm. to to deal with change because I don't think I have the need to have specific tools to help with the change because I don't see change as a hindrance. Hmm. If that makes sense, right? People use tools yeah. to fix a problem. Yes. I don't see change as a problem, so I don't have any tools to fix it because I don't feel the need to fix what not what's not broken. Uh, 
I'm very much an acknowledge the changes happening and and go with the flow kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then just go. And also, like some people rail against change, like ah, change life's this kind of thing. Why can't things stay the same? <laughs> ah. Yes, <laughs> that is a thing. And I'm going. You're just going to be mad all the time. Because things mm-hmm. always change. And that will always be a thing. It will always continue. And I'm not, I don't want to be mad all the time. It's a very good, very good point. Yeah. So, like, you know, if if you know what I what I what I do to help folks who don't deal with change mm-hmm. deal with change. I first try to help them acknowledge that it's going to happen no matter how you feel about it. Yes. So feel positive about it. Try to find what's positive about it. Instead of railing against what's negative about the change, find what's positive about the change and highlight that. Mm-hmm. And lean lean in on the positive aspects of it. Yes. Right? Find Find things to look forward to. Mm, love that always. And then whether or not if they come to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. Then you you make your next jumping off point from that. For example, the 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 merge at the complaints department. I was okay. What what's the what are the highlights? Okay, well we're gonna be with a bigger company. That could mean better things. Yes. There will be some heavier change. We're going they're going to be sending me a laptop. I get to go mm-hmm. hybrid. Mhm. Hopefully that means better scheduling opportunities. Mhm. So all the things I was looking forward to didn't come to fruition. But and the change still happened. I still did get the laptop and you know, I was able to you know, function mm-hmm. even though it, it's been at a detriment since I got it but whatever <laughs> right but what it, what it did is highlight the clarity of oh okay then I guess I'm, I it, it fostered the oh I need to change okay yes. I need to start looking for other employment mm-hmm. you know find another company that's, that closer aligns with my Values and closer aligns with what I want to do in my work, and then, uh, then as I said, the wife hit me with, "How about we leave?" And I went, "Oh, okay, let's do that." Yeah. That's an even bigger change. Yes, it is a much yeah. bigger change. Much bigger change. Yeah, it's not going on vacation and then we come back to our life. No, it's starting a brand new life. Yeah, it's going on vacation and never leaving. <laughs> and never coming back. Yeah. Oh, that actually yeah. sounds that sounds so nice when it's said like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, especially where we're going to. So we're look, really looking forward to that. So now, Jazz. Another good change. What's up? My stuff for you. Okay. As an introvert, mm-hmm. how do you handle and what actually takes place in you when you go to social events, because you are a social mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. right? Um, but 
I, I'm, I'm curious as to how do social events affect you and does the size of the event change its effect upon you? Mm, okay. Um, so funny enough, I actually have a bit of social anxiety, though I am a social person. So when it comes to new events where I may not know anyone and everything is just completely new, I'm often so in my head before I get there. Um, even sometimes with things that aren't completely new, but will have an aspect or the element of people that I don't know there, I'm in my head. And so what I've had to learn how to do is force myself to still show up because there would be times where I'm like, mm, yeah, because of this, this, and this, I probably just shouldn't go kind of throwing negative assumptions on what the outcome would be, I guess. Mm -hmm. And thanks to good old therapy and a lot of self-reflection, I realized that nine times out of 10, most of the fears that I have, they don't come to fruition. Like everything is usually fine. Um, so I constantly push myself to go out to new things and put myself in positions that are not as comfortable, but are still safe. That way I can focus on how am I feeling? I don't necessarily have to go and try to interact with everyone or be seen by everyone if it's not something that I honestly feel comfortable with at the time. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I just kind of take my time now and let myself fill it out. If I can take someone with me that I know, that is always a plus, but also not always a reality. For example, right. where, you know, we have the cruise coming up in April. <laughs> It is your moving cruise, and I have not yet said that it is my moving cruise because I haven't decided what I'm going to do. Um, I kind of want to give some time to create different scenarios so I can see how that might play out. Right. But no matter what, I know that I'll take the cruise, and then for at least two weeks, I would like to just travel to a couple of different countries while I'm over there. Right. I don't have yeah, to see them all. I'll go back again later if I so choose, which if I don't end up staying, then I would choose. Um, so I have, I've been thinking ahead, like six months ahead now of like, all right, well, you'll be alone for a good amount of this time. How are you going to interact with people? I don't want to just go to new countries and just, not be present or actually interacting and making an experience. I don't want to just look at, you know, museums, though I love them. I don't want to just look at things and not actually engage with my environment. So I'm honestly just coming to terms with, hey, girl, I know it's uncomfortable, but we're just going to have to learn to push through that discomfort. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. So, I did the same thing with Mahjong. Yeah, I was going to say, what what prompted the question as it were was uh, uh, at Mahjong I heard you talking to Delphine I believe it was mm -hmm. where um, shout out to Delphine where <laughs> my belly dance sister <laughs> that's right where she I think she had said no one can tell you 
if you're introverted or or no with a test yep Ah, got it. Okay, yeah. So no one, right, right. You guys are talking about right, right. Test made that same mm-hmm. thing. No one can tell you if you're introverted or extroverted. Yes. And I was inter- I was intrigued by that comment and that sentiment. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh well, let me ask Jazz about that because, you know, I see you. I obviously see you being social because I'm on the outside. And you, and because you know me. Right, mm-hmm. but I. I am not privy to your internal struggle or release or what you're pushing through in order to engage. Mm -hmm. Also, Mahjong has become familiar. So it is a familiar group and a familiar crowd that you eventually pushed Mm -hmm. and got to that side of it. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas like our Christmas party in January. Yes. Hoping, of course, you can make it. I plan to. Yeah. It's going to be with tons of people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's going to be different than c- coming even over to the same place. Mm-hmm. So the environment's familiar, but yes. the energy level of the people in the room will be vastly different. Mm-hmm. And how do how does that affect you? Um funny I was thinking about that at like 3 a.m. this morning (laughs) (laughs) wait wait, back up back up (laughs) not the Christmas party not Christmas and party (laughs) just how I interact in different social scenes um so to answer your question first it at the Christmas party, I have a few factors that are kind of leaning in my favor. One, I know the host. Yes. And I may, there's a possibility that I will know some guests in attendance. And I also, if it's at your guys' place, I know the location. So having those factors of familiarity are really, really helpful for me. Gotcha. Because I've al- I already have had a chance for my nervous system to kind of get acclimated there. Right. So it's it's dealing with new stuff in a safe environment. Yes, just because I, as we discussed before, I lived in Atlanta. Towards the end of me living there, I was in a couple of situations that were not so great, not so safe. And that played a huge impact on my life and how I go out and interact. Because I used to be a lot more outgoing, I would say, um, even with strangers around. And those events really change my psyche. And so I think that is, that's what I'm always constantly working on is making myself comfortable with being safe in the world again, I guess. So I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because society has some beautiful, wonderful things going on, but it also has some not so wonderful things going on. Um, and so just allowing myself to really feel safe in the unknown, trusting myself, I guess, when I can't control a certain environment or groupings of people around me, just reaffirming to myself that, well, no matter what, I can control myself. And if ever I feel uncomfortable, I can leave. Like, I know how to put up healthier boundaries for things, so I will leave. Of course, I won't, you know. Do like an angel do an, act. do an Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, where'd jazz go? 
<laughs> she was she was here. Jazz is gone. Listen, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, we had an incident at Mahjong where one of our friends uh, had mentioned she was leaving, had got up from the table, and then somehow ninjaed her way into a, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But nobody saw her go there. No one knew. And <laughs> and I looked, and she had left her the dish she had brought. There was still quite a bit left, and I knew she was going to take it home. And I went, "Where's that? Did Angel leave? Like, is she gone? Where'd she go?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and nobody saw her purse when she's sitting on the couch. I just had a phone. Oh well, okay. I guess she's just gone. We were pretty and, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess she left. <laughs> I mean, she said she was leaving. I guess she just guess walked out the leaving. door. She really had to go, huh? And then she walked out the bathroom. And oh, Angel, you're still here. Oh, yeah, girl. good. We were we were wor- not worried. We weren't really worried about it. Uh, but it was hilarious that <laughs> uh we were all we all thought you left and we were all okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess I just now end your role. Cool. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. (laughs) That is what happens from time to time. People just kind of sneak off and you don't know because you're so into the game that it's like, all right, sure. And, you know, people always say bye or hello or whatever, whatever. So if somebody just randomly is gone, because I think Nilla disappeared for a while too. We were just looking for everybody this week. Right. Yeah, we're deep in deep into the into the the mahjong of it all. Yes. Um, but just to wrap up the thought on social scenes and how I deal with those, I would be okay at the Christmas party. And it's again pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I had to do it a few times with mahjong before I really got comfortable and started talking to people more um, than just you know small surface talk. And I was thinking about it at 3 a.m. this morning because I just so happened to be up. Like, <laughs> Why? Why were you up at 3 o'clock in the morning? Because sometimes it's just, just maniac behavior. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I, I really did you, woke did up you... around 2 and was just up thinking. Oof. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was It was a good early morning thought process. So... I had popped on Instagram and saw some people I know back in Atlanta who were at an art gallery, like, you know, event, fun things, great times, people my age, love it. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, what is it about these certain scenarios or environments that make me not feel comfortable initially? Like, Overall, I realize it's just me being self-conscious about how I'm presenting to others and having to be okay with letting that go. The more that I become comfortable with who I am um, and who I choose to create versus how I've previously been defined, I think that is really giving me a good kick to be like, these thoughts are just thoughts. Hmm. Got it. Right. Let's overcome the thought. And then we win the game. Life is, I've heard it a million times, life is a game. You have to learn how to play it. And I think that's a part of how I learned how to play my version of the game. Oh, good, yeah. good. I, I think, well, it's going to be really interesting, uh, you mentioned the cruise, is getting to <laughs> watch you navigate that space. Oh, 
yes. Because the only familiar things will be my wife and I mm-hmm. for you. Um, well, and I'm, and, I'm, really- and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure part of it mm-hmm. is you're going to be able to sit back and watch. Like we're going to be sitting back watching each other navigate the space. <laughs> Well, you know what? Cruises do not, they don't, I don't mind. Like vacations, things of that nature, I don't mind because I know I'm putting myself in a whole new environment. Like there's just some pre-thinking before that. The only thing that may come up, um, I have a condition called PMDD and it's like super duper severe PMS. um, Mm. And basically, that is also a factor of how I feel when I go into social situations. So sometimes I will have to just sit at home and miss out on things, not on cruise, but just in general, just because I know I don't have the energy for it or my mood has just swung so far to the side that I don't need to place myself or force myself to go into something for the sake of trying it. So, yeah. That's the only thing, but I have been dealing with it for seven or eight years now. So I have a better handle on like, all right, if this starts happening, this is what I need to do to like self-soothe and comfort myself. This is what I need to do. So that way I can be prepared to come back out and like function with the rest of the people. Um, So I'm going to let you and Nilla like. Take the the lead on that. Basically, you'll be driving the boat, and I will just be a passenger at times, and I'm okay. Right along. Oh yeah, because you two. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and you know it's it's funny. uh, If if it's on a spectrum, you know it'll go you and then my wife and then me in terms of energy and getting out there and being in the mix. You know, because my wife gets in the mix and she likes meeting people, but even she needs to recuperate mm-hmm. from time to time. And I'm all, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> you are living, so a cru- on a cruise, you are living your best life. The best life. Oh my God. Which is a good thing because you can just wake up, you know, and be like, all right, well, I'm about to, I'm going to go explore now. See y'all later. And you know, and. And even I if I've that. been over every inch of the ship, that's mm-hmm. all right because I go back out to the pool area. Different people are laying out exactly. there. I've made friends. I'm seeing different people. Mm-hmm. You know, they got different shows, different activities. I'm mm-hmm. I'm so ready for it. Again, April is six months away. I realized uh, looking at the calendar, this time in six months from now, we will be on a boat. Yeah, actually, because the days that yeah, wow, we would, we would have been five days at sea. Huh. Well, technically three days at sea, but still, we will be we will be on, we would have on stepped on a boat. I'm actually a, really excited about that. Yeah, um, I am. I am. I could use the mental break. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I'm looking forward to it. It's also very much a a fresh start for me. Like, yeah, transitions, transitions. And what better way to transition than to hop on a giant boat and go across the ocean to a whole nother country? Exactly. I'm so, I'm, I'm so 
so ecstatic that you're joining us. Like you oh, have no idea how, how utterly happy that makes me. Uh, and I can't wait to share that experience with our listeners. Yes. Um, Hopefully uh, we can record from the boat. Well, we're going to well, look, we're definitely going to do uh, uh, we're going to record. We're definitely going to record. Okay. You know, we can, <laughs> we can, we can definitely record. Okay. Uh, we might even be able to publish from the boat, but either way, we will um, have some amazing content. So listeners, stay tuned because stuff and stuff. I can't wait for stuff and stuff on a boat. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I like it. I like it. Stuff, the international stuff and stuff. Indeed. All right. Well, let's we can go ahead and wrap it up here. That was good. It was always a pleasure talking to you, Jazz. It is always a great time. Thank you for your words of wisdom, as always. Anytime. And listeners, uh, be sure to follow us on the social medias. Uh, at I don't remember where we're at. We're at Bigums and Jazz. Yes. Yeah. B I G U M S. The letter N J A S. Bigums and Jazz. That is us. You can follow us on the Instagram. Have I have I created a Twitter yet? I don't know if I've done a Twitter yet or not. Uh, by the time by the time you're hearing this, we'll probably have a Twitter account. No, oh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure because I, I I don't have a whole lot of work to do today other than uh, cutting open the lock on my storage unit. So <laughs> I <laughs> so Glad I will, I will work on creating that as well. But as always, this has been Stuffing Stuff with Bigums and Jazz. Outro music, outro music. This is where the outro music is going to go when we get something that sounds like we want to listen to. Stuff and stuff. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.